Okay. Uh, good evening, brothers and sisters. Uh, we are coming into the last session talking about Zazberic spirit. And this is by far the most important teaching that ties everything together so that you can see the relevance of uh, dealing and, and, and fighting against this Zazabaric spirit. Just a reminder, in the book of Revelation, chapter 2, verse 20, when the, Jesus wrote this letter to the end-time church, Thyatira, and uh, he said, I have this against you, you tolerate that woman, Zazabel, who calls herself a prophetess. By her teaching, she misleads my servant into sexual immorality and the eating of food sacrificed to idols. So, this is a church who has been serving the Lord and doing a lot of things, and, and it is a good church. But Jesus uh, mentioned specifically that this is a spirit, the Zazabaric spirit, that they have to uh, deal with. And, uh, and so this is related to the end time, because this is the end time church. In the book of Malachi, chapter 4, verse 5 to 6, Malachi, chapter 4, verse 5 to 6, See, I will send the prophet Elijah to you before the great and dreadful day of the Lord comes. He will turn the hearts of the parents to their children and the hearts of the children to their parents or else I will come and strike the land with total destruction. So the prophet Elijah is sent to deal with Jezebel. Uh, and the spirit of Elijah at this end time is sent to deal with Jezebel's spirit. So, uh, from this verse, we see that this is the major problem at the end time, right? The problem that begin in the family. So, the spirit of Elijah is sent forth to restore relationship between father and children, children and father. And so, this is a major problem in this end time. And this is how the Zezebaric spirit comes into the family comes into the individual's life and operating in the church. So there is a breakdown in communication. There is a breakdown in relationship between the generations, between parents and children, children and parents because of misunderstanding, because of lack of communication or communication breakdown. As a result, there is bitterness, there is anger, there is pain in the relationship. This hidden hurts, rejection, abandonment feeling, whether it's physical or emotional, verbal abuse, resentment against authority, all this open up the door for the spirit of Zezebel to come into a child, come into a person, and begins to operate. So, because of all these uh, 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 
pain and all this suffering and rejection and, and lack of uh, identity, the spirit of Jezebel comes in. The Jezebelic spirit wants to take control. I want to manipulate because of insecurity, because of wanting to protect ourselves from further hurts. Can you see how Jezebelic managed to, to come in so that we, by our effort, by the power of this spirit, we want to uh, gain acceptance, approval through, through our influence, to our success uh, from other people. So, in order for us to fulfill the covenant in this end time, in order for us to continue even in this covenant in the end time, we must war against the spirit of Zezebel, particularly in the family, in our personal life. So, from the verse we read just now in the book of Revelation, Zezebel's spirit is working among good Christians, among Christians who are serving the Lord. And that's, that's a real warning. So every one of us, we, we have to fight against the control and manipulation and the influence uh, or the operation of Zezebelic spirit in our life. And uh, Revelation 2 verse 21, uh, in this passage about Zezebel, I have given her time to repent of her immorality, but she is unwilling. So, I will cast her on a bed of suffering, and I will make those who commit adultery with her suffer intensely, unless they repent of her ways. I will strike her children dead. Then all the churches will know that I am he who searches hearts and minds, and I will repay each of you according to your deeds. So here it is, the church or the people commit adultery with her and following her ways, her ways of manipulation, her ways of wanting to take control, her ways of seduction. So, so how does this operate in, in the church, in our relationship? You know, we seduce. How do we seduce? Oh, we are so good to the person, helpful to the person, so that we can control and influence that, that life for our purpose. We manipulate and control Zezebelic spirit, manipulate and control. How do we do that? We play victim. Always show anger. We play victim by saying, oh, you know, so, you know, the, the, the pastors say this against me and, and, and we accuse and we slander, we, we influence others to manipulate so that these people will be on our side. We, we accuse. Zezebel accuse the prophet. So we deflect attention because of our fault. When we are confronted, we begin to attack others. We, we cannot see our own problem. We deflect attention instead of focusing on our problem now. Is that person's fault? Is the pastor's fault that I cannot grow? You see, 
But the real problem is our heart, is our attitude. So Zazabaric begin, spirit begins to arise. And, 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 and we accuse, you know, oh, we cannot understand what the preacher is preaching. So, right, so arrogance and pride, Zazabaric, the spirit. We, it manifests by, you know, we are never wrong. When we say it's right, that means it's right. Nobody's going to tell me that it's wrong because I say and I think it's right. So we're never wrong. Have you, have you seen Zazibarak's spirit operate? And uh, uh, intimidation. Oh, we hate to be confronted. We hate truth. And therefore, we attack. We become angry. Control. Zazibarak's spirit working in control. We, we find those who are weak. Those who are innocent, you know, the eunuch. And we, we help them. We support them. So that now they are depending on us. We are not bringing them to Jesus, but we're bringing them to ourselves. Because we want control. We want commit manipulation. Can you see how Zezebaric spirit is operating in our life? We're using some of these ways. In the church, you see how people... Do it. And uh, so, God says, I've given her time to repent. So this spirit is, is the spirit. It is a spirit that we must fight against. Every one of us must fight against. Otherwise, he said, we will suffer intensely with her. And also, our children will be cast uh, into the bed of uh, uh, we'll, be, we'll be strike dead, okay? Uh, we will suffer intensely and, and the children will be strike dead. It means it is not necessarily physical death, but rather the death to the destiny, to the, to the promises, to the covenant that God is promising us in the covenant because we operate in the spirit of Zezebel. So Zezebel's spirit is there to destroy God's covenant in our life. So we must not give in to those ways, but rather repent, rather come before God. You know, because God is the one who searches the heart and the mind. Right? We can be so self-deceived because of the performance, because of our parents' success. Right? So we, we got to repent and, and, and God will search up our hearts and mind. If we do not repent, we will suffer and, and our destiny will be dead, will be gone. So, what does God do in this end time? He sent the spirit of Elijah. Remember, Elijah is sent to deal with Baal worship, to deal with Zezebel, to, to tear down Zezebel. Look at 1 King 19, 2. 1 King 19, 2. So Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah to say, May the God deal with me, be it ever so uh, uh, severely, if by this time tomorrow I do not make your life like that of one of them. So whenever Elijah arrives, the spirit of Elijah arrives, Jezebel is there to oppose. Jezebel is there to kill, to intimidate, to threaten, to kill in order to get her way, in order uh, uh, that uh, the, 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 
the ways of God, the plans of God, the covenant of God will be, will be destroyed. So you see, when, when John the Baptist arrives, John the Baptist is to prepare the way for the coming of the Lord. But Zezebel, so, so John the Baptist is a, has the spirit of Elijah in him. So when spirit of Elijah is there, Zezebel is there to oppose, Jezebel is there to destroy. That's why we got to understand this. Because in this last time, God is pouring down the spirit of Elijah upon our life. He's pouring down the anointing of the Holy Spirit into our life in order to fulfill God's plan and purpose and fulfill the covenant. But Zezebel is there. He's there to oppose us. Look at Matthew 14, verse 3 to verse 10. Matthew 14, verse 3. Now Herod had arrested John and bound him and put him in prison because of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife. For John had been saying to him, it is not lawful for you to have her. So here, King Herod, he married his brother's Philip's wife, the Herodias. How could that happen? Well, is it because Philip's wife, Herod, uh, this Philip's wife, seduced the king because the king has a position, the king has power. And she seduced, and finally uh, 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 Herod married her. And, and what happened? After this, verse 5, Herod wanted to kill John, but he was afraid of the people because they considered John a prophet. On Herod's birthday, the daughter of Herodias danced for the guests and pleased Herod so much that he promised with an oath to give her whatever she asked. Prompted by her mother, she said, Give me her uh, here on a platter, the head of John the Baptist. Remember, prompted by her mother, the Zazabaric spirit operating. Uh, give Give me here on a platter the head of John the Baptist. The king was distressed. Uh, uh, but anyway, you see. So can you see John the Baptist? The spirit of Elijah was on John. But Jezebel was there to oppose. And Jezebel, uh, uh, like spirit, causes John to be beheaded. So we see that uh, when Elijah arrives, Jezebel is there. When Jezebel is there, God has given us Elijah, the spirit of Elijah, to overcome. But 1 Kings 18, uh, uh, 21, Elijah went before the people and said, How long will you waver between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal is God, follow him. But the people said nothing. You see, the spirit of Elijah is to bring people back to God, is to restore that uh, covenant is to restore that relationship. And John the Baptist is also sent, you know, to prepare the way for the Lord, to restore the people back to, uh, to God. Look at Luke 1, 16 to 17, the prophecy about the birth of John the Baptist. He will bring back many of the people of Israel to the Lord their God. And he will go on before the Lord in the spirit and power of Elijah in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of parents to their children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous to make ready a people prepare for
for the Lord. So there we have it. Elijah was sent to restore father to children, children to father. So when he talks about the children uh, 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 responding to the father, he here New Testament say the disobedient. So young people, just watch out. Uh, the disobedient to wisdom of the righteous. So we got to be careful because of maybe our parents, our father has failed us in some ways, but we become rebellious, we come, become disobedient. That's the spirit of Zazabel working, wanting to destroy the covenant that's in the family. Elijah is to prepare, to, uh, the spirit of Elijah is to prepare to bring people, nations back to God. To prepare for the coming, the coming of the Lord. To make readier people prepare for the Lord. So brothers and sisters, can you see how important it is that we are to be clothed with the spirit of Elijah and come against Zazabaric spirit in order to be ready for the coming of the Lord. Matthew eleven thirteen 13 to 15. For all the prophets and the Lord prophesy until John. And if you are willing to accept it, he is the Elijah who was to come. Whoever has ear, let them hear. He was, John the Baptist was the spirit of Elijah, was Elijah that has come. They did not hear. They did not recognize him. And I trust that this morning, as the Word of God is telling us, let those who have ears hear what the Spirit of God is saying. I hope you are listening. Because this has to do with us. This has to do with this generation. Matthew 17, 11. Jesus replied, to be sure, Elijah comes and will restore all things. But I tell you, Elijah has already come. But they did not recognize him but have done to him everything they wished. In the same way, the Son of Man is going to suffer at their hands. Then the disciples understood that he was talking to them about John the Baptist. So can you see when John the Baptist, the spirit Elijah came to prepare the people to return to God, to be restored to God, they did not recognize that spirit. They did not recognize Elijah, even though they know Elijah must come before the days of the Lord. So, because they rejected Elijah or John the Baptist, John the Baptist is supposed to restore all things, right? To be sure, Elijah comes and will restore all things. But because they killed John the Baptist, they killed the spirit of Elijah, Elijah. Working in, in, in John's, the Baptist's life. So John was not able to restore all things. That was his ministry. So that's what Zazabaric spirit wants to do. He wants to destroy you so that you cannot do everything that God wants you to do. You cannot fulfill everything that God has planned. And uh, that's the reason. Look, look at Acts 321. 
Heaven must receive him, receive Jesus, until the time comes for God to restore everything, as he promised long ago through his prophets. So because Elijah, the spirit Elijah, upon John the Baptist could not finish the work because the people did not recognize, the people reject him, the spirit of Jezebel killed him. So now there is coming a day when all the restoration of all things will take place. This is at the second coming of the Lord Jesus. At the first coming of the Lord Jesus, John the Baptist did not complete the work because the people failed to recognize he is Elijah who has come to restore all things. So now the spirit of Elijah is working in the end time. God is sending the spirit of Elijah now upon every one of us, upon the fathers, upon the children, want to restore everyone so that every one of us recognized and received the spirit of Elijah and deal with Jezebelic spirit. Deal with Jezebel. Tear down Jezebel so that the restoration of all things can take place, so that the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, will, take, uh, will, will, uh, will, will come, because He has come to restore all things. So, what does it tell us? We must not fail this generation. We must not fail this time. They failed the last time to recognize uh, uh, Elijah, that has come, but we must not fail because this is what the Word of God tells us in the book of uh, Malachi that we read just now, right? The spirit of Elijah is sent to restore the father to the children, the children to the father. So that family and generation uh, division must be restored. There must be a unity in relationship, in purpose. That's why God has set us to, to establish a family altar in purpose, serving together in, in a church, in you know, getting rid of the spirit of Jezebel. So this is also to fulfill the covenant and continue the covenant to the next generation should the Lord uh, 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 tarry. So the, the next generation and this generation must work together and also the next generation must continue to expand the kingdom. This is, uh, uh, this is the purpose of God. When you overcome in the book of Revelation, he said, to him who overcomes and does my will to the end, I will give authority over the nations. How significant it is. If we overcome, overcome what? Overcome the spirit of Jezebel. If we overcome the spirit of Jezebel, uh, uh, and uh, that's the will to the end. You see, if we don't, Jezebel is to oppose the will of God, oppose the plan of God, then we overcome the spirit of Jezebel, and that's the will to the end. He will give us authority over the nations. And in the covenant, God made with our forefathers, with Abraham and, and with us. It's the next generation that will carry uh, and continue the covenant and expand the kingdom and take nations. And how can you take nations unless you overcome the spirit of Jezebel? 
Because then you have authority over nations. Look at Genesis 22, verse 17 to 18. I will surely bless you and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as the sand on the seashore. Your descendants will take possession of the cities of their enemies. And through your offspring, all nations on earth will be blessed because you have obeyed me. You see, God wants the, new, the next generation, you take it further, you take the kingdom, you advance the kingdom of God. Whatever the former generation did not do or failed to do or whatever, it is your job. It is your job to fulfill the covenant, to fulfill what God wants to do. This is what the covenant is about. You know, some people, we are so critical of the church. We want to live. Because the church is not like, like what we think it is. Do you know that's your job to get it right? That's your job to continue the covenant. Instead of allowing this Jezebelic spirit to take control and manipulate. Right? We learn to submit. We learn to, 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 to flow so that the spirit Elijah will restore that spirit between the father and the children, children to the father, so that that covenant can continue to be fulfilled at this end time. So, the, the next generation, you need to know how to fight against the spirit of Zezebel in your life. And it's to you, it's to our descendants, it's to our offspring, you know, the, the, the kingdom, the nations, will be blessed because we obey, because we have obeyed Him. So, what about the next generation? You have to decide what you are going to do. You have to make that choice, what you want to do. Look at Joshua 24, verse 15. You know, Joshua has been working well with Moses, remember Moses, the older generation, Joshua. These two generations must work together. And we talked about that in our previous one of our teaching. Right? These this two generations must work together in order to win the battle. And Moses has worked well with Joshua and impart visions and impart uh, uh, passing on the laws and uh, for for Joshua to carry on, to, for Joshua to take the promised land. Right? The Moses' generation has done their part. Joshua's generation has continued. Now Joshua is about to go, about to, be, to, to die. The next generation will have to take over. Right? So what are you going to do if you are that next generation? Look at what Joshua was saying in uh, uh, verse 15 of chapter 24. But if serving the law seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourself this day whom you will serve, whether the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates or the god of the Amorites in whose land you are living. But as for me and my household, we will serve the law. Doesn't it sound like Elijah, the spirit of Elijah upon Joshua? Elijah said to the nation of Israel, choose this day whom you will serve, whether you will serve Baal or you serve Jehovah God. And 
Joshua is saying, "Hey, choose this day whom you will serve. Whether you want to serve God or you want to follow all those idols that you see around." But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. And uh, verse 23. Now then, said Joshua, throw away the foreign gods that are among you, and you your you your hearts to the Lord, the God of Israel. And the people said to Joshua, We will serve the Lord our God and obey him on that day. Joshua made a covenant for the people, and there at Sikkim, he reaffirmed for them decrees and law. So you see, the next generation after Joshua, they pledged they will continue the covenant. They will renew their covenant with God. They will, you know, God is the one who searches the heart, right? It's not what we do. It's a, it begins with the heart and resulted in what we do. So can you see, Joshua has a spirit Elijah. You know, and he is instructing or, or challenging the next generation to continue the covenant. And that's why Jesus said, when you overcome the spirit of Zezebel in this end time in the church, because when we say Zezebel spirit working, we're not necessarily talking about worshipping idols. We're talking about manipulation, seduction, control. Right? You know, that is... There's an underlying spirit that's working in us. Even though we're in church, we're serving God. But we allow Zezebaric spirit to take away, you know, what could have been uh, the covenant of God being fulfilled in our end time, preparing for the coming of the Lord. Nations are being, being uh, 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 touched or being blessed because of what we do. But when we allow Jezebel's spirit coming, Jezebel's spirit kills the covenant, kills the plans of God, kills the effectiveness of the church. And this is where I'm going to end this series of teaching on Jezebel's spirit. I hope this teaching ties everything together. If you didn't understand the significance of, of Jezebel's spirit in our end time, I hope you understand. You know, the spirit Elijah is given to prepare us to fight against Jezebel and to overcome her, overcome this spirit so that we have power over nation, preparing the nations for the coming of Jesus Christ. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you for this evening. We thank you for this powerful message and revelation. I pray that every one of us will capture your mind and your vision. And Lord, that we will rise up in the spirit of Elijah to take on and tear down the spirit of Zezebel in our life, in our family, in our church, in the name of Jesus, so that we have victory, so that we have power over the nations, blessing the nations, preparing for the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let the Spirit Elijah feel every one of us. Feel your church, feel your people. Lord, that your name be glorified. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.